All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman Kim Wade coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Folks, guess what? Oh, we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to play a couple of uh, Tucker Carlson clips. He had a great one on last night about the uh, Buffalo shooting. And in, in regards to the Buffalo shooter, the uh, Democrat, uh, our president, Joe Biden, president of these United States, is going to be visiting the Buffalo area to melt this incident for all that it's worth. In the tradition of Democrats killing black people, this is what they're going to do. Uh, this is a, a shot across a shot across the bow, literally, encouraging blacks to get to the polls. As I pointed out, they gave Joe Biden 110 percent of the vote in the Democrat Party, saying it's still not enough. What is this? Not reminiscent of sharecropping, slavery? Man, these people are some taskmasters. Well, it's getting hard to be a black Democrat today. But anyway, Joe Biden's going over there, and he's going to milk it. Uh, this is George Floyd times 10, and they're going to milk this thing as for all that it's worth. And, of course, the shooter, uh, turns out his manifesto was 180 pages long. I rest my case. This guy ain't wrote, and they say it was uh, it was cut and paste. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's something from the, uh, uh, regarding the FBI, what they did up there in Michigan regarding the so-called kidnapping attempt of uh, Governor Whitmer, the FBI informant working for the FBI who was trying to corral these guys into doing something stupid, uh, they were trying to encourage the guys to write a manifesto. Hmm. You see a pattern here? Yeah. Trying to encourage them to write a manifesto and uh, uh, so that they'd have all that stuff to uh, lay before the public on the day of the incident, as they did here with this young shooter, who, by the way, the relatives are saying that the young shooter was suffering from COVID, long COVID stress. Could be. You mask, you mask wearing people out there, you boosted and, and vaccinated, you certainly can sympathize with my friend. Okay? Well, he's not technically my friend, but for purposes of radio, my friend. So now you understand, now that you understand what the stress he was under from being quarantined and shut down and locked out. And uh, my friend, the uh, uh, our resident in-house historian, Mark, pointed out that this guy uh, may have been an idiot savant, certainly an idiot. Not unlike many of uh, Biden supporters, but anyway, certainly an idiot. Uh, this guy was going to junior college. It wasn't like he was just rained down on with scholarships. You know, he may have had the the uh, the get up and go to finish an engineering degree, but it it, it wasn't like he was a natural. At, uh, at, 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 uh, he wasn't that smart. OK. But anyway, so they're saying that it was long COVID that, that triggered this guy's issue. So. Yeah, we'll wait to see on that. But we do have some other news going on regarding that. There's an FBI agent working the. Buffalo, New, uh, New York area, whose uh, task was, let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh, let's see. 
Tucker Carlson tonight. Okay, let me send this to my to my producer so he can get this ready. Uh, there we go. You might want to look it up uh, on the system there if you want a easier copy of it. Yeah, pushing a false narrative. Yeah, that's the one from Friday. That's, I do want to play that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me get you this other one here. Let's see. Okay, here's something. For, as I digress a moment here, this is from a, a reliable source, The Onion. It is saying that the uh, FBI warned the people marching out in front of the uh, homes of the Supreme Court justices that if they step one foot into the yard of one of the justices' neighbors, who happened to be a school board member, that they, all their butts would go to jail. But they would not go to jail for harassing the uh, Supreme Court justice. So as, as shown once again, the FBI has their priorities straight. Uh, they're going after uh, Americans. But they won't go after the anti-Americans, the BLM, the LGBT, and all the other uh, acronym knuckleheads out there. And, uh, but the uh, Onion is reporting that the FBI has told the protesters that they can protest all they want. They can moon Clarence Thomas right in his face. But if they go anywhere near the school board member uh, for that county who happens to live next door to one of the justices, uh, there's going to be some problems and some consequences. So uh, that's what the onion is reporting. All right. Now, let's get to this other story here. Uh, here it is. Right here in my formerly nicotine stained fingers. Of course, I've never smoked. Uh, I was not a smoker. I tried smoking. I just didn't cut it for me. OK, here it is. Story by Phil. Fairbanks, and it's on uh, buffalonews.com. So purportedly a reliable source, but it could be kind of like one of our local news folks. Discreetly, FBI agents in Buffalo are evaluating and watching individuals they believe are on a path to mass destruction. Excuse me, I'm sorry, mass shootings, one and the same. FBI Special Agent Brent Isaacson talks about the history of active shooter situations to members of the the UVL college staff and faculty doing a training seminar. Agents say people they're keeping their tabs on about six in this region right now. I'm talking about right now, May 16th, 17th, 2022, have shown credible signs of being a threat. One of them was not the shooter who went to Buffalo and killed up folks, but you know, hey, you know the FBI, you know how they roll. The effort which involved, folks, this is an actual story. Listen to what I'm telling you because it's all going to tie together what I'm telling you today. The effort which involves mental health professionals, school officials is usually secretive enough that the person being watched doesn't even know it. Obviously, this young Biden supporter, yes, uh, Sunday, Saturday, whenever he did the shooting, uh, this young Biden supporter didn't realize that he was being trailed and chronicled as he gathered up his camouflage, his weapons and everything else. Hey. I feel like somebody's watching me. You know, you get that when you're smoking weed or cocaine. The goal, of course, is to prevent mass shootings before they happen and to get help for the people they see as possible threats. The FBI agents will tell you without hesitation that the effort has prevented what happened at Virginia Tech or Stone, uh, Stoneman Douglas High School down in Florida from occurring there in the Buffalo area. Absolutely, FBI agent Brent Isaacson said, 
of the dozens of people watched by the Buffalo office over the past seven years, not one has gone off the deep end, except for this guy. He's screwing up our record. Created after the Sandy Hook shooting in 2012, the program is part of a larger FBI, FBI response to mass shooting. Hmm. Across the country. So that means they're operating everywhere. This is what I think is happening. These guys, like Mr. I, Agent Isaacson, Isaacson, is doing a yeoman's job. You know, they're identifying. And I think there's another branch of our government who's taking the files that Isaacson has produced on these individuals, and they're working these guys from another angle. And Mr. Isaacson probably don't even know about it. So they identify they, that they want to do the MK Ultra crap on mind control and all that. And then they just turn them loose. On a weekday morning last week, Isaacson stood before the Deuville uh, College and gave this primer. What does an active shooter look like? Well, he's going to be wearing a DHS, Department of Homeland Security, or FBI or CIA jacket. He talked about the pathway to violence and the stages a person's go through before resorting to an attack. He also spoke of the signs of trouble and the wide range of interventions that might follow. Like all his visits to colleges and houses of worship, Isaacson urges everyone in the hall, in the lecture hall, to have courage to step forward when they see a student or co-worker showing signs of being on that pathway, which is why I keep warning you about Chris Ray, FBI director. And those senior executive uh, uh See, uh, the members of the senior executive corps that run our government agencies, the deputy secretaries, the undersecretaries, and the secretaries to the secretaries, those people are the ones behind all this crap. In, their, in nearly every single case, there was at least one person who saw some concerning behavior. In this case, Radio Strongman. And I'm trying to tell you. He told the faculty and staff about the dozens of people the FBI in Buffalo and its partners have watched, some for a few weeks, some for a few years. Some have graduated to murdering 10 to 12 people at a time. And to explain why they do it, he told them about a high school student in the region who publicly proclaimed himself to be the next active shooter, not unlike the shooter who shot up the top supermarket. Oh, this guy was skywriting the fact, I'm going to kill me some mofos. I promise. Hey, you know, I'm sitting back with my fingers crossed. Matter of fact, I just came back from Jackson, Mississippi. I know how I do it. I will peel some caps back up in here. Of course, that didn't get on the radar of the FBI. Already formed in preparation for something like this, a group consisting of the FBI, the local district attorney, school officials, mental health professionals, and Chokwe Lumumba met to assess the threat. They quickly learned that the boy had no access to guns and decided he was not an immediate or serious threat until he turned 18 and then they would uh, scrub his record and allow him to purchase guns so he can go off and shoot people, 10 to 12 people at the top supermarket. Hmm. They also discovered he was being bullied at school. He lacked a stable home life and was generally a loner, a loser, and a Democrat Biden supporter. Instead of arresting him or even confronting him, they discreetly arranged for a transfer to another school. They also ensured that a school counselor would keep in touch with him and that others would engage him in other school activities uh, like selling dope, putting uh, condoms on cucumbers, 
and pretending he's a male who's pregnant. Isaacson said the boy is now thriving as a full fledged member of the LGBT community. I added that because I'm trying to read the story, make it interesting. We're doing a deep,、uh, we're doing a very deep dive, he said, of the research they do into the people they are watching, like the guy who shot up 12 people at the top supermarket. They were in the midst of a deep dive. While he's loading up his car with ammo, assault rifles, flat jackets, helmets,、uh, GoPro, what is it, GoPro cameras, the whole nine yards. And they didn't notice anything suspicious. Now, if he had a hat on a, a, a Donald Trump t shirt or a red hat, red flags. All right. What's going on in the person's professional life and their personal life? What's going on in their love life? Who loves you? In every instance, he said the goal was to give that person an off ramp from the pathway to violence. Well, they gave the old top big boy shooter an off ramp. 10 people, 12 people died. An FBI agent for 22 years, Isaacson believes in the program. He's now retired from the FBI to become chief of university police at Sunny,、uh, uh, the Sunny University of New York, I guess, state of whatever, at Fredonia. At least twice in his talk, he told the crowd, This works. Look how successful we were at Top Supermarket. Only 12 people died. It could have been 24, but for the efforts of the FBI. Now, this is not to say the FBI is not earnest. What I believe is happening is there's another group coming out of Chris Ray's office that's taking the fouls of these troubled individuals and using them, giving them dog, you know, the dog whistles they say Donald Trump was constantly blowing. They're blowing dog whistles in these people's ears. He also said, he also told them about the warning signs, which, which can range from, range from erratic, unsafe behavior. In deep seated feelings of injustice to sudden changes in work performance. Well, we know work performance is not going to be an、uh, indicator on the part of Democrats.、Eh. <laughs> Let's try something else. Eisen also talked about the hallmark traits of an active shooter, including an infatuation with the media that glorifies previous active shooters. In other words, they believe in CNN, they believe in MSNBC, they believe in legacy media. They want to be something they're not. Like Joe Biden, he wants to be president. And he's not. They got him in a fake Oval Office and a fake White House. But real depends. This is the defining moment of their lives. This is their crown jewel of life to go out in a blaze of glory. As part of his talk, Eisen said he took the crowd through a history of mass shootings, including the one most experts recognize as the nation's first in 1966. Shooting at the University of Texas. That a Marine, ex Marine, Charles Whitman, killed 45 people,、uh, excuse me, shot 45 people, killing 14 of them. I had to get this straight because Bobcat will be on me. Killing 14 of them. He previously had killed his mother, his wife, and three people inside the tower. Like many active shooters, Whitman assembled an arsenal, a footlocker full of guns and ammunition, as well as food and water. So if you're、uh, gathering up water and food and you got guns, You're on the FBI list. But if you put an LGBT sticker and, per, and, and put purple paint in your hair, they're going to bypass you and say, Oh, that's a Biden supporter. We love you. He also left a lot, he,、uh, Whitman left, left behind a suicide note detailing his mental turmoil and requesting an autopsy after his death. Well, you don't get one in Jackson. Bullet holes in Jackson means you died of natural causes. These legacy tokens are a way of letting the world know 
why they're doing what they're doing. He said active shooters also share one other trait. They have a grievance, grievance, whether it be at work, school, or home. Except for a few common traits, FBI agent Eisenstein will tell you that it's impossible to profile mass shooters. They're not all male, white, or young. But according to the FBI, Chris Ray, they are. And damn it, according to Joe Biden, they are the biggest threat to America. To make his point, he pointed to the 1979 shooting in a San Diego elementary school that left two people dead and nine others wounded. The shooter was Brenda Spencer, a 16 year old girl who wanted to vote for Joe Biden, but he was not a viable candidate at that time. But he, she would have if she could have. What we have learned is that the profiles don't work. What does work, but the profiles against Trump supporters work because they're going to make it work if they got to lie about it, which they have done. What does work, he told the gathering, is prevention, including the kind of discreet, non-traditional investigations into potential, into potential mass shooters now going on across the nation, except for the one against the guy who shot up 12 people at the top supermarket. He was working for them, not Isaacson, the other part of the FBI team. Uh, coming out of Chris Ray's office, the seventh floor of the DOJ. Folks, it's all a setup. But anyway, it's the get out the vote effort. Joe Biden will be there exhorting black people to go register and vote in memory of the 12 who lost their lives at top supermarkets. You can believe that. They don't let a crisis go to waste. And black folks, you let Joe Biden down, don't do it again. You only gave him 110% of the vote. You can do better. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. America. You love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. All right, folks, I'm telling you, hey, you need to get on the good foot. We're back. It's Tuesday. want to remind you one more last time, the AC doctor stands at the ready to get that heating and air conditioning unit, your, particularly your air conditioning unit, performing optimally. Your comfort is their concern. Give them a call, 601-706-4551, 706-4551, and they can come out and make sure your machine is going to be ready to go when that heat, and they say it's going to get up in the 90s this weekend, so that's hot enough to turn the air on. Don't be caught short. The AC Doctor. Check them out online, acdr.com, acdr.com, or give them a call, 601-706-4551. Also, folks, a couple things. The uh, We're going to talk about the uh, uh, World, World Health Organization and the vote that's coming up. You know, I read to you a couple weeks ago about the different laws that were put in effect that kept uh, these elected officials from giving us uh, equal treatment before the law as we, 
relates to our, our body, our rights, and all that kind of stuff, all the laws that have been put on the books, why the courts were ruling the way they were. And I went into the fact that the World Health Organization held some documents that was merely waiting the signature of the various nations that would give control of our sovereignty to the World Health Organization, which is controlled by China, which controls Joe Biden and probably Chris Ray and all these other folks, because they like the fact that they're going to be in charge in perpetuity if America goes down in flames in terms of our form of government. And so uh, this is the mechanism they're going to use. But it was brought to you by Radio Strongman a couple weeks ago on the cutting edge, not the killing floor, folks. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's go to Mobile. Bob. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey. You know, we always say that uh, you know, if there were black this, if there were white that. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's well, right. we have, you know, we'll say if it was a white person, the media would then people would be saying blah, blah, blah about it. You know, with that, the killer, the killer in Wisconsin. Right. Well, here we are with your proof for you all out there who think that we're just saying that. We got proof. <laughs> we got black guy in Wisconsin kills white people. Next to nothing, it hardly gets said. And if you, if you talk about it too much, you get accused of being a racist if you're a white person. That's right. Tucker Carlson was called racist. But now when it's a white person, they, they paint with the broad brush all white people, mm-hmm. and like we said they would, and it's you got to shut this down and Trump and MAGA that and all this. But see, so, so there's your proof out there, folks, who doubt like Kim said, if you doubt them, there's your proof. There you the go. Media's yeah. attitude is everything is totally different when it's a white person versus if it's a black person. Again, black lives only have legitimacy if white people kill them. That's right. That's it. Only in oh. death. Death at the hands of a. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like when you have black on black murders. It's like the victim is his last dying breath. Was I killed by a black guy? Yep. <sighs> Just expiring with happiness on their face. This is insanity gone mad. That's why I rejected in absolute turn. Pound sand, fools. I'm not going along with this crap. <laughs> exactly. But no, and I don't see, a, a, like, a, one idiot wrote in when the NBA had a game that night or shortly afterwards. Uh, they, the, the NBA shouldn't be playing a game after all those black people uh, got killed in, uh, in this mass shooting. But when it was the white people getting killed, nobody said don't stop any game mm-hmm. or do anything or live your life. I don't see everything that happens to somebody else that they happen to be the same race as me as happening to me. Mm-hmm. I'm an individual. They're an individual. Right. It was it, a person killed American, innocent American. That's what affects me more than anything. The race doesn't matter to me. It was innocent American, just like it was with the white people. They right. got killed by some idiot. That's right. And and what what's disturbing to me is the fact that it's clear this pattern that we see uh, the FBI dropping the ball. We got all this mass murder. We got a guy who shouldn't be buying guns, buying guns. Somebody scrubbed his record. Somebody may, and, and we don't ever get those questions answered. Uh, the FBI officers up there needs to answer to, okay, so you guys been monitored? I mean, at what point does it come up? Hey, you weren't doing your job. I mean, this guy was skywriting the fact that I fit your profile of someone who might be an active shooter at some point. I, matter of fact, I'm telling you now, uh, I intend to kill some people. Okay, so what do you got to say? Oh, you got to attend. 
You got to walk into the nation's capital on January 6th, and then you're. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so. And then you treat it totally different. Right, like right. In his so called manifesto that he's put out, it was just a, the rambling of a nut job. The guy didn't, wasn't bound by any ideology. Was he bound by ideology of hating black people? Yeah. But he can't say, but he didn't consider himself a Republican or a Fox News uh, watcher or anything that they're trying to pin it on. Mm-hmm. So the media just keeps uh, making sure the people don't know, understand that. Well, that's why, that's why I believe this, that the whole thing's a setup, that it was political. Because, number one,、uh, like I said, 180 pages, cut and paste or not, he ain't did that. Number two, The fact that、uh, they allow the video to continue to circulate when they can shut down what they want to shut down when they want it shut down. Number three, the fact that the Democrats are parading into Buffalo for the memorial services and Joe Biden's going on there. This is all a Democrat election year. Get out the vote. And black folks, what happened in Buffalo is the same as the same white Democrats you see in those old black and white grainy pictures standing around watching a brother and sister being hung from a tree. They're sending a message. They're sending a message with the 10 people who are killed. You get your butt out to the polls and vote. Now, darn it, this is going to happen again. Well, it ha- keeps happening under your watch. Exactly. What he did, did he,、uh, he thought Biden didn't go attend any funeral for the, for the child that got killed in Wisconsin.、That's、All、right. the other people that got killed. Did he, did he attend that funeral? Are there any other Democrat politics? I think somebody s a y his wife attended something、mm-hmm. for Wisconsin folks. I, don't, I, can't, I think someone mentioned that. But certainly wasn't Biden. Yeah. Well, it's just like I said before. I mean, if, if, we, if we want to sit back and pretend that there's no connection between our government and these mass shootings, particularly at election time against black people, whether it's the burning of our churches or whatever else, the George Floyds, then we're willfully ignoring all these breadcrumbs and all these clues. But we can make a connection that some 17 year old white kid. His great 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 grandfather ties him to the scene of a crime that he must pay for. And、uh, we demand it. Man, please. This is why I keep telling folks, anybody who will listen, white, black, or sky blue, green, fold your arm, button your purse, and let black people figure this crap out for themselves. If we don't figure it out, then we get what we get. We get the Darwin Award, period. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what white supremacy looks like. And again, you're still way more, li- and still, like I said yesterday, More, almost twice as many blacks kill white as whites kill black. That's right. Numbers are, which again, is amazing because then whites are such a, a huge a portion of the population, but they kill us far less than we kill them. <laughs> but yeah, but numbers like that don't matter. It's, it's what you feel. That's all that matters, what well, you feel. Well, well <laughs> Kim's observation is death. Death, whatever it is, it's always g o back to the Democrat Party, whether it's black Democrats killing black Democrats, white Democrats killing、uh, black Democrats, or white Democrats killing anybody or everybody. It's still them. It's always them. And their fingerprints are always at the murder scene. They're standing there like societal pyromaniacs. They done set the world on fire and they sit there with that gleam in their eyes as the flame dancing、uh, right in front of me. Like I said before, I'm walking wide of them. I'm walking wide of those devils. Look, brother, we're up、All、against、right. a break, man. We appreciate you. Catch you later. We'll be right back. Regarding the Buffalo shooting and shootings in general, 
I want to remind you our good friends over at Vantage Businesses, folks, they are burning up the market out here. People are taking advantage of Advantage Business Systems and they're offering to come out and do an audit of your premises. Folks, anything with a digital electronic pulse, anything you plug in, Advantage Business Systems can help you keep running. That's the way they roll, folks. They have a remote、uh, diagnostics availability, but wait, there's more. If they can't fix it remotely, guess what? They're on their way. And if you got a problem that requires uh, some con, uh, extended uh, effort, you got to call 800 numbers, you got to do the finger pointing, who's the problem, yada, yada. Guess who's handling all that? Advantage Business Systems. Folks, the number's easy to remember 362 9192. Been in business since 1976. Second, third generation operation going on over there, folks, and they're doing a great job. They help you. When those times you come in and people standing around the water cooler because, hey man, everything's down. Well, you just call one number and they're on it, folks. They're taking care of business. That's the way they roll. Check them out online, abms.com. That's abms.com. And smart business people know that if you use Advantage Business Systems, you also want to consider folks who are going to make your home,、uh, your back office, which is、uh, human resources, payroll, and all that, make it easier. And that's going to be our good friends over at People Lease. People Lease, again, three decades in the business, second and third generations running an operation over there.、Uh, folks, they got the Southeast on lock. Mississippi, they've been providing these services. You, the small business owner, you don't have to worry about trying to get those payroll checks out. You got to spend Sunday evening getting all the time cards and stuff together. Guess who handles all that? People Lease. PeopleLease.com is the web presence. The number over there, 987-3025-601-987-3025. I want to encourage you to combine these two operations with yours. And that'll allow you to go out there and do what you do best, which is sales, service, and providing that great. Great service and sales that people have been coming to expect from you. That's how you got the name. That's how you got that longevity. This is how you keep it. You got all those documents from the government, state, local, and federal telling you to do this and don't do that and all that. Guess who's going to open up all that mail for you? People lease. They're going to keep you on top of the game, keep your bills paid, workman's comp squared away, state taxes. That's how they roll. Three decades they've been doing it, folks. Their reputation stands on its own. PeopleLease.com. All right, we're gonna, you're going to hear this from Tucker Carlson. Listen in, folks. Then we've got another clip we'll play in the next hour from Tucker Carlson. This guy hits it on all cylinders. I'm impressed. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight there was a horrifying, we're sad to tell you, a horrifying、mm-hmm. amount of violence in the United States over the weekend, as increasingly there is. Over just two days, at least 104 Americans were shot to death in major American cities. That's a lot. How many? Well, for perspective, on the single deadliest day of the Iraq War, that would be January of 2005, a total of 37 Americans died. So, what's happening in our cities right now looks a lot like a war, even if we rarely acknowledge it. Dallas, Milwaukee, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, many other metro areas recorded murders over the weekend. That's typical now. In St. Louis, 13 people were shot, five of them fatally. In Chicago, 33 were gunned down, five of those died. In Laguna Woods, California, a Chinese immigrant from Las Vegas walked into a Presbyterian church and shot six elderly Taiwanese parishioners. Police say he was motivated by some kind of political and ethnic hatred. And of course, most famously of all, on Saturday afternoon, a teenager in a mock military uniform walked into a grocery store in Buffalo and shot more than a dozen strangers with a rifle. No doubt you've seen accounts of this on the news. What you probably haven't seen are details about any of the 10 Americans who were murdered in that store in Buffalo. You may not even know their names, much less who they were or who they loved. Most of them were black, 
We know that. But beyond the way they look, not a lot has been reported about them because the coverage hasn't been about them. Nor, in fact, has it really been about the gunman. He was an 18-year-old called Peyton Gendron. Gendron was mentally ill. Everyone around him knew that, including his teachers and the local police. Less than a year ago, Gendron was committed to a mental hospital after threatening to murder his classmates at a school graduation ceremony. So on Saturday, after he made good on his long-standing threat to open fire into a crowd, Gendron left an 180-page letter that he said would explain his motives. You've probably heard this document described as a racist manifesto. But that's not quite right. It's definitely racist, bitterly so. Gendron reduces people to their skin color. That's the essence of racism, and it's immoral. But what he wrote does not add up to a manifesto. It is not a blueprint for a new extremist political movement, much less the potential inspiration for a racist revolution. Anyone who claims that it is, is lying or hasn't read it. Instead, Gendron's letter is a rambling pastiche of slogans and internet memes, some of which flatly contradict one another. The document is not recognizably left-wing or right-wing. It's not really political at all. The document is crazy. It's the product of a diseased and organized mind. At one point, Gendron suggests that Fox News is part of some global conspiracy against him. He writes like the mental patient he is, disjointed, irrational, paranoid. Now, that's true, not that it makes the atrocities he committed easier to bear. If your daughter was murdered on Saturday in Buffalo, you wouldn't care why the killer did it or who he voted for. But the truth about Peyton Gendron does tell you a lot about the ruthlessness and dishonesty of our political leadership. Within minutes of Saturday's shooting, before all of the bodies of those 10 murdered Americans had even been identified by their loved ones, professional Democrats had begun a coordinated campaign to blame those murders on their political opponents. They did it, they said immediately. Patron Gendron was the heir to Donald Trump, they told us. Trumpism committed mass murder in Buffalo. And for that reason, it followed logically, we must suspend the First Amendment. That's hardly an exaggeration of what they're saying. Here's a selection from yesterday's Sunday shows. Uh, social media companies and law enforcement uh, have not done enough uh, to monitor, to ban, to restrict, and to limit hate speech on their sites. Hate speech is not freedom of speech. As you know, the First Amendment uh, does not pr uh, protect hate speech. I'll protect the First Amendment any day of the week, but you don't protect hate speech. You don't protect incendiary speech. You're not allowed to scream fire in a crowded theater. There are limitations on speech, and right now we have seen this run rampant. So what is hate speech? Well, it's speech that our leaders hate. So because a mentally ill teenager murdered strangers, you cannot be allowed to express your political views out loud. That's what they're telling you. That's what they've wanted to tell you for a long time. But Saturday's massacre gives them a pretext, a justification. You have to ask yourself, who behaves like that? What sort of person uses mass murder as an excuse to give a campaign speech or seize more political power? We'll find out tomorrow when Joe Biden travels to the scene of this atrocity in Buffalo to speak to the country. We haven't seen an advanced copy of his remarks, but we can guess what we will hear. Biden's approval rating appears to be the lowest ever recorded for a president this century, lower than Donald Trump's. That is a disaster for his party. The Democratic Party will suffer for this in this fall's elections. Biden still has time to change course and fix it. He could try to improve the lives of voters who are dissatisfied with him. That is entirely possible. That's what politicians typically do when they're down. They listen to the people who might reelect them.
But Biden doesn't plan to do that. And we know for a fact because Politico just reported it. Instead, Biden has decided to attack people who disapprove. According to Politico, quote, Biden has taken to telling his aides that he no longer recognizes the GOP, which he now views as an existential threat to the nation's democracy. End quote. People who disagree with Joe Biden, according to Joe Biden, are now a, quote, existential threat to the nation, like Al Qaeda or climate change. A threat that by definition is so profound, we must declare war upon it if we're to survive. Now, keep in mind, this threat that Biden is referring to is you. He's talking about his fellow Americans. No president has ever spoken like this, ever. Joe Biden does it regularly, and he's certain to do it again tomorrow. But most painful and destructive at all, Biden is likely to use racial wounds in order to make his point. There is no behavior worse than this. All race politics is bad, no matter what flavor those politics happen to be. No race politics is better than any other. All of it is poison. Race politics subsumes the individual into the group. It erases people. It dehumanizes them. Race politics elevates appearance over initiative and decency and all the other God-given qualities that makes every person of every color unique yet morally equal to every other person. And above all, race politics always makes us hate each other and always in a very predictable way. All right, folks, we're back.、Uh, we're going to go on and play the rest in about two more minutes with Tucker Carlson. The bottom line is, folks, this is political. They're killing black people. For the purpose of sending a message, get to the damn polls. The Democratic Party's future is on the line. You can say it's crash. You can say, folks, the, the pattern is the same. When the president shows up, when Al Sharpton shows up, when Crump shows up, it's all a scam. But hey, you know, you don't want to connect the dots? Fine. Just keep dying. Go ahead, Tucker. So let's say you were to make identity politics mandatory in your country, as they have. How could you be surprised when that leads, as it inevitably will, to white identity politics? Well, you could not be surprised. You did it, and it was always going to happen. And then what happens next? Nothing good. Race politics is a sin. Race politics always leads to violence and death. They learned that lesson in Rwanda in 1994. Identity politics ended in genocide in Rwanda that killed 800,000 people. And in response to those horrors, the Rwandans did something that we might learn from. They moved in the opposite direction from the one that Joe Biden is currently taking in the United States. Quote Ethnicity has already been stripped out of school books and rubbed off government identity cards, reported the New York Times. Government documents no longer mention Hutu or Tutsi, and the country's newspapers and radio stations steer clear of the labels as well. Most dramatic is how Rwanda's 8 million people now shun the identifications, the racial identifications, that seemed to loom so large 10 years ago as Hutu extremists began their mass killings. End quote. They have de emphasized race in Rwanda intentionally and systematically. Rwandan citizens are citizens first, members of racial or tribal groups second or not at all. Result there have been no more genocides in Rwanda. And that could easily be the path forward for this country, too. There is only one answer to rising racial tension, and that's to de escalate and do what we have done and tried to do for hundreds of years, which is work toward colorblind meritocracy and treat people as human beings created by God rather than as faceless members of interest groups that might benefit some political party or, or other. We have a moral duty to do this because all people have equal moral value, no matter what they look like. All lives matter, period. That's not the determination of the US government, that's the determination of God, and it's true. 
and most Americans already believe it. They would like to see a return to the American way of life. And the American way of life is meritocracy. Judge me by what I do, not by how I look, by the content of my character, not the color of my skin. We have a monument on the mall to this. And yet suddenly, every voice in power is leading us in the opposite direction. And what's the terminus of that journey? It's destruction. Everybody knows this. Only our leaders stand in the way of fixing a problem that is growing worse by the day. He nails it. Only our government. They're behind us. Ten people, 12 people lost their lives, 10 black people, because the Democrats want you to go to the polls and vote, which you were going to do anyway. You can't satisfy these bloodlust Democrats. I stand by it. I stand flat-footed, and I'm not stuttering when I say what I just said. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier dies but once. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Folks, there's a method to the madness, which you hear on the Kim Wade Show. At the end of the day, everything that hangs together, folks, is based on us getting this thing right. We can. Our country's not broke. Our leadership is corrupt. At every turn, they're making our lives harder. And they're coming, for, they're coming for each group one by one. What they're doing to the babies with the baby formula is totally unnecessary. It's all because they realize the average person has a price. And they're going after our government officials, our regulators, these people in these agencies, heads, state agencies, government agencies, and the local city election commissioners and everything else, they're just buying people off. And to the FBI agents who are out there laboring, trying to do the right thing, you know what's coming out of the uh, upper echelon of the FBI is patently wrong. They're targeting people based on their political ideology, not based on the laws that these people are allegedly breaking. You're creating crimes out of, out of whole cloth because Chris Ray's a liberal or whatever the hell his political leanings might be. And yet you took an oath of office to uphold the law and administer it fairly to all those and you're not doing it. And you know you're not doing it. And your conscience is not even bothering you. That's a concern. Now they haven't let you guys in on the entire play play and plan that they have. They gave you your marching instructions, which is fine. But as I told you before, and I'm folks, this is not something I'm saying because I'm Kim Wade. Then No, this is what history tells us. When people go hungry, when people's kids go hungry, boy, everybody's life is on the line. Ain't nobody safe. And if you think that after you get done destroying the ties that binds us together as Americans, because you want to uh, operate on behalf of some corrupt leadership at the FBI, that you yourself should go put some hand, slap some handcuffs on. It's not going to end well for you, just like it ain't going to end well for the rest of, uh, of us Americans. But you were at the switch. You were at Hitler's table. You could have done something, and you chose not to. It's not going to end well. And God forbid, like I said before, if they do set off that electromagnetic pulse and 
everything goes down and everybody's back to being equal. And the only thing that's going to work is that analog revolver. Everybody's equal. Well, you'll be looking at life a whole lot differently then because you ain't going to have nobody to call. Ain't nobody going to be coming for you, Hoss. But you think it's a game. Call acts yesterday, Kim. What about, I mean, why aren't Americans concerned about their livelihoods being taken away from them? I would just say this here to all the Americans out there who are asleep at the wheel or who don't think what I'm saying is going to happen. Baby, let me tell you something. I'm going to just give you a, I'm just going to isolate one group. If you have type 2 diabetes and you gung ho for the Biden agenda, if you have, if you have type 2 diabetes, And you're indifferent to what Chris Ray is doing to our country. If you are gung ho for the Biden agenda and you have a nursing infant, thou art a fool. Because what Biden is planning on doing, you won't be able to get insulin, just like you can't get baby food under any. Don't make a difference how much money you done took under the table and graft and corruption is not there. It's not there for you. What we're going to do is play a little bit more Tucker Carlson. Also, I want to remind you, folks, if you're thinking about upgrading your lawn care equipment to a zero turn, don't forget Frederick Sales and Service has the X mark, which is preferred to the one by lawn care professionals. Folks, it runs and runs and run. it's reliable. It's like the Toyota of lawnmowers. It just runs. It's well built, built to last. It doesn't have all the pretty bright green colors or the bright yellow colors. It's just a, it's a gray, red, and black. That's it. But it runs. And that's why if you're looking for something that's going to hold you in good stead, go with the X Mark. They're located 1006 Old Highway 471 in downtown Brandon. Check them out online, Frederick Sales and Service. That means you can get your lawn care equipment service there. Check them out today, FrederickSalesAndService.com. Let's go to Tucker Carlson one more last time. Good evening <laughs> and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Happy Friday. At a press conference back on March 24th of this year, Joe Biden announced that thanks to the regime change war he's decided to voluntarily wage in Eastern Europe, our country, the United States, will soon face food shortages. Food shortages are, quote, going to be real, Biden said. Now, the reporters in the room dutifully transcribed the words and wrote their stories, but you may have missed it. You may not have even heard this because there weren't a lot of follow-up pieces about these man-made food shortages that Joe Biden was predicting. And that's weird if you think about it because food shortages are inherently a big deal. You could argue they're even more significant than, say, a slap fight between actors at an awards ceremony. Food shortages are historic events. They overturn societies. They bring down empires. They often have. If you've got food shortages, you've got a potentially destabilizing problem on your hands. And now we do have food shortages. They're real, as Joe Biden predicted. As of tonight, at least 26 states are reporting that half their retail stores are completely out of baby formula. That would include the states of Texas, Tennessee, Missouri, and Iowa, and many others. So these are major population centers without enough food for newborns. In Memphis and Nashville, 52% of stores have no baby formula. Houston and Des Moines are reporting similar shortages. In San Antonio, a city with an unusually high percentage of families with small children, 57% of all stores in the city have no baby formula. Those are the numbers. Journalist Savannah Hernandez went to see for herself what the reality looks like. She went to eight different stores in Texas, and not a single one of them had any baby formula to sell. Watch. We talked to a couple moms outside who said that they've been having a really hard time finding formula, and so this is what we're seeing right now. 
the second Target that we've been to. We first went to a Target in Louisville, and now we're in Frisco. And as you guys can see, it's pretty much the exact same thing here. Grocery stores, pretty much empty, no formula to be found. I've talked to a couple moms who were telling me that people have spent upwards of $150 on formula on Amazon. Some moms can't even find the formula that their baby requires. Um, one mother telling me her child was constipated, needed a specific type of formula, couldn't find it. So that's what's going on. So that's real. You may not like Savannah Hernandez's politics, but she's got a video camera inside Target. They don't have any baby formula. So babies need to eat, but they can't. Is that a big problem? Well, yes, it's a big problem. How big? We have a lot of problems right now. Ask yourself, is this a bigger problem than, say, using the wrong pronoun or Trump voters peacefully trespassing in a public building? It seems like a bigger problem than that. So you would think the Biden administration would do something about it, and they certainly could if they wanted to. They can do anything. These are the people who claim to have the power to control global weather systems, the power to bend human biology to their will. So nothing is beyond the scope of their powers. And yet in this particular case, Joe Biden is in no hurry to fix the problem. In fact, he joked about it today. Watch. If we'd been better mind readers, I guess we could have. But we moved as quickly as the problem became apparent to us. Well, if we'd been better mind readers, get it? It's hilarious because actually nobody can read minds. Joe Biden's being sarcastic like your 14-year-old daughter. Lay off, Dad. It's not my fault. Okay, so Joe Biden does not read minds. But the question is, does anyone in the White House read newspapers or watch television news? Supplies of baby formula were down at least 20% as far back as January. That was not hidden knowledge. It was public knowledge. It was out there, if you were looking. Here's one representative headline from the Fox affiliate in West Virginia. WVNS back in February, quote, what the baby formula shortage means for parents. There you have it. Americans were worried about not having enough baby formula. There was a shortage in February. But the White House wasn't concerned. And they knew. We know that for certain because Brian Deese, who's the director of the White House Economic Council, just admitted that he knew on CNN, quote, we were aware back in February and we've had a team on this from the FDA and interagency process since then. Okay, so Joe Biden has been on this problem since February. So why is it still a problem? Why is it still impossible to buy baby formula in stores in San Antonio tonight? Well, the White House has an answer for that, too. And the answer is greedy mothers. They're the problem. Like kulaks hiding grain, counter-revolutionary moms in this country are undermining America's baby formula supply. They're, quote, hoarding baby formula. Watch Joe Biden's flack explain. But if you are a parent who's looking for formula right now, struggling to find what you need, do you have a, even a rough guess of how long these shortages are going to last? What should parents be bracing for here? Well, we've already seen an increase in supply over the past couple of weeks. What we are seeing, which is an enormous problem, is hoarding. Uh, people hoarding because they're fearful. Uh, that is one element of it. And people hoarding because they are trying to profit off of fear, fearful parents. Oh, now we're down to Zimbabwean economics. We don't have enough to eat because greedy people are hoarding it. It's your fault, America's moms. You and your piggish little babies always thoughtlessly eating, 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 eating. Show some patriotic restraint and stop buying so much food for your kids, you greedy wreckers. That's the White House position on the baby formula shortage. In fact, and it's possible this will not surprise you, the reality is just the opposite of what you heard. 
America's moms are not hoarding baby formula because they're greedy or their fat little babies are eating too much. Sorry, Jen Psaki. The Biden administration is hoarding baby formula. The administration's WIC program, formerly known as Special Supplemental Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children, is by far the largest purchaser of baby formula in the United States. That is true no matter what they're telling you from the podium at the White House. Here's how it works. States award a contract to a baby formula manufacturer to provide the product to WIC participants. Then people who receive WIC benefits take a voucher to the store and buy the baby formula from that manufacturer. Now, government agencies get a kickback from the manufacturer in the form of a rebate, sometimes as high as 85% of the wholesale price. In other words, the baby formula manufacturer essentially pays the government to maintain this monopoly. And it's good business for everybody. It's been going on for a long time. The problem right now is that the Abbott Nutrition Company has made the baby formula for the vast majority of WIC contracts. The government had all its eggs virtually in Abbott's basket. Unfortunately, Abbott just closed its plant in Sturgis, Michigan because of contamination. And that means that millions of people who used WIC to buy Abbott products are forced to buy competing formulas and they're doing it all at once. So a government monopoly overseen by Joe Biden caused this baby formula crisis. So what's the government doing to fix it? Well, here's what they're not doing. They're not invoking the Defense Production Act to manufacture more baby formula. Of course not. That's for Ukrainians only. Shut up, American moms. Instead, the Biden administration is doing the opposite, which is to say doing the unimaginable. They're shipping scarce baby formula to the southern border to benefit illegal aliens who have no right to be here in the first place. Now, we know this because of a Florida congressman called Kat Kamak. Here's the video. This got sent to me by a Border Patrol agent this morning and said, this is disgusting. You will not believe this. They're receiving pallets and more pallets of baby formula at the border. This was taken at Ursula processing facility where thousands are being housed and processed and then released subsequently into the United States. So think about this. This is what America last looks like. That's real, by the way. The administration does not deny that it's real. Congresswoman Kamak also uploaded these two pictures onto Twitter. The one on the left is from the Ursula Processing Center at the border. Shelves and pallets packed with baby formula, the congressman wrote. The second is from an empty shelf here in the United States reserved for American citizens. So there's never been a clearer statement of the administration's priorities. Hey, American mothers, your kids are too expensive. Go have an abortion and get back to work in an Amazon warehouse. Congresswoman Katie Porter of California said that out loud this week. You're poor? Have an abortion. Get back to work. Other Democrats said the same. Try breastfeeding! Exclamation point, wrote 76-year-old Bette Midler today on Twitter. It's free and available on demand. It's been a while since she's done that, but that's her position. So here you have an elderly out-of-touch, rich, liberal lady lecturing struggling American moms to shut up and suffer in silence. And by the way, make your baby shut up too. Now, if you can think of a more perfect distillation of modern politics of the left circa 2022 than that, send us an email and let us know what it is because we've never seen anything that perfect. And yet, here's the interesting part. That's not at all the message that the Bette Midlers of the world are sending to the millions of illegal aliens who are flooding into our country. The message to them is just the opposite. Come, 
We welcome you. We will subsidize your childbearing, whatever it takes. Even if we have to take baby formula for American citizens, we will help you. That's literally what they're saying. And more to the point, that's what they're doing. So how do you get the Biden administration to pay attention to American citizens, to you? Let's say you need baby formula. You can't get it. Joe Biden doesn't care. Bette Midler's mocking you. Go breastfeed. It's free. How do you get them to awaken to the fact that you exist, that American children are suffering? Well, it turns out there is a way to do that. The baby formula shortage, and we looked this up, like every crisis in this country may affect you, but it affects trans people disproportionately because trans people are always, and Joe Biden often says this, are the ones who suffer most. And as Congresswoman Cori Bush once told us, nothing is more important than protecting birthing people. I sit before you today as a single mom, as a nurse, as an activist, and as a congresswoman, and I am committed to doing the absolute most to protect black mothers, to protect black babies, to protect black birthing people. Oh, well, it's the last line that's going to get Joe Biden's attention. So your kids don't have enough to eat. They can't be bothered to help you at all, though they cause this problem. But once Joe Biden finds out that the trans community is suffering, once he sees the faces of that suffering, he will do all he can to help. He'll airlift those pallets of formula from the border and distribute them to the many American trans mothers who need them. Once he sees these faces, and here they are, ladies and gentlemen, straight from your Calvin Klein ad, pregnant men. The pregnant man emoji, Joe Biden. Do it for the pregnant man emoji. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back in. It is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Uh, I'm telling you, Tucker Carlson just has a way of encapsulating things. He's funny. He's irreverent, but he's right to the point. He nails it down every time. Uh, in conjunction to with that story, out of Louisiana yesterday, the day before yesterday, a mother kills baby during a high-speed chase after stealing baby formula. That's right. She went into a Walmart, found finally some baby formula on the, on the shelves. Didn't have them enough money for it because of the prices have gone up. She steals the baby formula, runs out, jumps in the car. She's pursued by uh, local uh, popos. She ends up wrecking the car, kills everybody in the car but herself. The baby, baby daddy, uh, all the occupants in the car. All because of this manufactured, government manufactured baby food crisis. Folks, I told you this government, this government under this false administration is both. They are going to move on the American people. They're going to kill. They're literally going to kill us. But you ain't got the. All you got, bro, live. If the Lord lets you live, time is going to bear witness to what you hear me saying. The evil does not cease. It gets worse every day. And y'all sitting out here trying to pretend like, oh, well, I don't see. It's not going to come near my door because, okay, fine, whatever. Let's go to Derek. Hey, Derek. Hey, Kim. What's up? Well, I wonder what they're going to do when people start storming the border like those Mexicans doing to get that baby food back. Well, it's going to be easier just to go across the border, just break into Mexico. It looks like you'll have a better quality of life down there. Calling all them other black, boy living Democrat guys calling trying to justify the stuff. Man, they drug out in the street and shot. Well, I don't know about I mean, all that, but you know, they, you, you notice that they taking the, taking the occasion to remain quiet 
the biggest blessing they got was me banning most of those knuckleheads because now they don't have to try to justify what they know is just destruction of our country. Yeah, you know, your president gets up, and I'm saying your president, I didn't vote for the bastard, you know, because I knew the writing that was coming on the wall. Mm-hmm. He didn't sit there and sarcastically, he pretty much gave mothers of America the faith. I mean, the finger talking about, well, we were better mind readers. No, you engineered this, and you're sending what supplies we have down to a bunch of ticks and parasites mm. that should make their own country better. No, nah, I'm tired of this, Kim. Now, look, like you said, these rhinos, they've been a little lax on stuff, but I'm telling you now, when you start taking food out of my children's mouth, hey, it's going to be it's gonna be us or you. It's gonna, I'm telling you, people are going to be extremely narrow-minded. This is why I keep saying, those of you who have been taking money, those of you in the government who have been taking money to uh, do whatever they tell you to do to the detriment of people's freedoms and sovereignty and their ability to take care of their family, you're going to pay a price. Oh, God forbid, God forbid that uh, they have a, a, a failure of the power grid and it doesn't look like it's ever going to come back up. Folks are going to be roaming. They're going to be taking that. Folks, they're going to they're be meeting out justice in the store. Well, I got one for you, Kim. Now, all these black preachers in towns like Canton and Forest and um, all the other places where there were chicken plants, while y'all was down there pining for them families when they got rounded up and... Um, you taking in their kids and feeding them something like that. When the hell have they done that for us now? Yeah, that's a good point. You don't see you don't see these churches passing out baby formula. No, but they were passing them Hispanics out food and things like that to feed their anchor babies and their other babies they brought over here illegally when they got justly and righteously arrested for breaking the law. But now you haven't done a darn thing for your parishioners who got babies that need freaking formula. But you're down there pining in forests and camping. For um, illegal aliens, that should have been a risk. Well, you know, compassion, God tells us to show compassion to everybody. But what, what is happening here, Derek? Everybody. I'm talking about everybody. Kim, Derek, the preacher, the president, the constable, the, uh, the state medical director, the governor, the secretary, state lieutenant governor. Everybody's getting showed off for who we truly are. We say we believe these things. Everybody's going to get tested. Everybody's going to be out there on Front Street. And I'm just going to tell you, a lot of folks ain't going to pass the test. No, I'm just saying the Hispanic community ain't turned around and tried to feed nobody with all their grocery stores and things like that. What are they trying to do in the help? We helped them when they needed us, but now, they don't, now they're not doing that in return. Well, it, this thing is unfolding. We'll see how it all turns out. It ain't even got hairy yet. It's gotten ugly, but it hasn't gotten hairy yet. Like I said before, those people who are aiding in the destabilization of America, baby, you have no idea what you're bringing down on your head. You- well, it's like that old saying that um, the elders used to say, misery enjoys company. People like Snowball and all these other guys, they life sucks so bad that they happy when somebody else is suffering with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When all you got to do is, hey, pull your own weight, man. Good. But see, now when you are elected guy that's going to do your will and – he deliberately causes people to suffer. You happy because we as miserable as you are. That's right. That's right. No, nah, it ain't going to happen, man. I'm telling you, the revolution's coming. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it. You know, he, he's right. I mean, the snowballs of the world, they are happy. They look at it as the chickens coming home to roost. I said, bro, do you not understand the impl- – like I said before, if, if you, I'm just using type 2 diabetes. If you got type 2 diabetes and – you want this country to fail? Baby, you have no idea how hard your life is going to be. 
You just don't, you don't know. You, you just re, and you won't take counsel because I ain't gonna listen to no black conservative, no Donald Trump support. Okay, whatever. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Let's go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey. Yeah. You're on the air, sir. Hi, Kim. How you doing, today, Kim? I'm pretty good. How about you? Okay, now I usually agree with you, but today, you, I mean, I mean, it's like it's just listening to Fox News today. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I know that what happened down that woman down in Louisiana. There been a woman from Mississippi dead there from Jackson. Y'all screaming, she still did there. She still complied. She still went got at the job. Blah 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 blah. Then not only that. She didn't actually have the red. She left the red. She left the baby. And if she was so kind, why she leave the baby? Why she didn't get the baby before she left? She had, she had uh, uh, post-traumatic stress from COVID, brother. Oh, okay. So there we go. Hey, when ain't people in Jackson... They got, they got reasons. They got excuses for people in Jackson do it. Well, listen. Let, hold on. Hold, 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 we Democrats. We Democrats. We Democrats. We Democrats. 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 Yeah. So, so, so I, I, I'm not a Democrat. I don't like Yes, you are. Yes, you are, Chris. You sound like a straight. That's a, that's, 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 so, let me ask you this here, Chris. 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 Slow down. Slow down. So, so. In your lifetime, have you ever known there ever being a baby formula shortage? How old are you? I'm 46. Okay. In your 46 years, have you ever heard of there being a baby formula shortage? Now, there's been a shortage of people not having the money to buy some, but in terms of not being on the shelf. Have you ever heard of that? I never heard of it, but we also, how many times we had they doing a recall on, on, on baby formulas like they did? Well, but even when they did the recall, they didn't stop selling it. They, they, there was some out there for people to, for the babies to eat. Uh, Chris, what you're failing to realize, because you want everything to be equal, you want equal misery and equal success. The bottom line I, I, is, I, I, it's like this. I want, I, I don't mind people doing what they're doing, but my thing is, it's always the top heads to spin it to they want to make make that side look good, look right. Well, that's because our side is right, Chris, and your side that you believe in is wrong. Well, both sides are wrong. I mean, no, 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 not so fast, Dick Tracy. Your side is wrong. For instance, why would you I'm starve out the babies, I'm man? I'm not going to give them a so Chris, Chris, listen. I know that you occasionally uh, will. Hey, hey, Kim, both yeah. sides get told what to do by the elite. Okay. Just admit, both sides get told what to do. Well, that don't mean that they got to do it. And your side, the, the Democrat side, do whatever they're told. The Republican side does not. Certainly, conservatives like yeah. myself, we will buck the system, bro, as we're doing here now. The Republicans. Yeah, yeah, they get sucked into the matrix, as it were. But at the end of the day, the people who are going to fight to save this country won't be Democrats. It's going to be Christian, Patriots, and Rednecks. Which one are you? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Patriot. Now, I know I'm a Patriot, and I'm also a Christian. So Two out of three ain't bad. Both sides, both sides <laughs> got their propaganda. Both sides got their top of their heads to make each other look like. Chris, right. Chris, let me ask you something. Both sides take, uh, take stuff like over the weekend and form it too late, too, too, too late, put their spin on it to make their side look good, make their side look bad, like they're, like they're shooting up them buffalo. Yeah. Listen. One side going to be pro-gun, one side going to be anti-gun. Listen, listen. Here's the thing. In life, you have enough problems that just come up in the course of living. What I see with the Democrats, your people, 
What, what I see is. I'm not no Democrat. I know, I know you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not. But on Tuesday, the first Tuesday in November, you become a Democrat for one day. No, I, I, I can't vote. I'm telling you, I'm trying to vote Democrat. I didn't think he was going to win. There was a bump. Yeah. I, I, I thought there was no chance Obama was going to win, so I gave him a mercy vote. Yeah. And he ended up winning. Well, listen, right, listen. My, my, my point that I was going to make was, it just in life in general, you have enough problems. Why why Democrats just add to the problems that, just, that occur daily that need not occur. We don't have a problem with baby formula. We have a problem with the policies of the government, which is in this case is in the hands of Joe Biden. Why you people do that? Well, not you well, people, those people. It, it, it's all about bureaucracy. You know, we're not just, you no, know, no. Joe Biden's the president. He's just a figurehead. Yeah, he's just he a really figurehead. Listen, this. we're out of time for this, for this segment, man. Chris is good, but no, I'm going to have to keep a reckless eyeball on you, son. And listen. <laughs> Don't be out there stealing no baby formula and running off the road now, okay? No, I ain't going to steal no baby formula. I don't need to steal no baby formula. And if I put it like this, in the baby's mind, going to be eating real food. It's time to leave the baby formula alone. If the mama can't breastfeed them, they don't need it. All right. Thanks, Chris. We'll be take a break. We'll be right back. All right. All right. All right, folks. Hey, guns and gear in Gluckstadt. They stand at the ready to help you with all your ammo, firearms, weaponry needs, folks. Accessories, they have it at Guns and Gear. Located at Yandel Road and Highway 51 right behind Magnolia Federal Credit Union. Stop by today. And when it comes to ammo, check them out online. GunsandGearMS.com. Ammo, ammo, ammo. Guns and gear, guns and gear. Check them out today for all your hunting, fishing, uh, whatever you have need. If you're doing it out in the woods, you need to stop by Guns and Gear. They're the professionals. They're experts. They got. Uh, they can answer your questions. They're good people. GunsandGearMS.com. Let's go to Snowball. What's up? What up, man? You didn't, Kim. I'm not listening. So you didn't. You didn't. Uh, I didn't say Snowball. No. Give me no disrespect. No, I'm sir. Congratulate you, Kim. Thank you. Thank you're you. doing such an excellent job, Thank you. my brother. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad the you're eyes of your a, understanding. Yeah, you're doing open. an excellent job. I, I just sit back and listen to your program periodically, uh-huh. and I just, you know, I see how many minds you have influenced to drink the Kool Aid. Yes, they want to. You got them to the place to where they gonna blame the people that's drafting and drafting legislation that are better them better their lives. And then they don't even say nothing about the people that stand in the way to block the block the legislation, like conservatives. So, and you got and you got black and brown people buying into this crap. You doing an excellent job, brother. Uh, excellent. That's pretty good. So what's your point? I guess sir? they pat you on the head at the end of the day, don't they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so what's your point do they with pat all... you on the head, Kim? Yes, sir. What's your point with all this? Do they... I'm just asking. Do they well, pat you, you on the head? You done asked three day? times. Are you, you hard of hearing? Or... Are you hard of hearing? Is that is that what they doing? Because it's nothing. Let me tell you, dumb Negro, something. Mm. It's nothing. It's no piece of legislation nowhere that a conservative have have drafted or sponsored or put into law that will benefit black or brown people. Period. None where. None. You're behind. Yeah. You black. White, indifferent. If you making less than seventy five thousand dollars and you single, you below poverty. Uh, if you making less than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you and you and you and you married, you below poverty. 
Uh, you need to get that understood. According, and according, and the Republicans don't give a damn about you. Uh, hey, damn, nothing but your vote. Snowball. Snowball. Thank you very much, Kim. Thank you, my colored friend. Thank you, sir. Uh, here's the question to the Snowball. The Democrat Party killed 10 black people, had 10 black people executed in Buffalo, New York, to ensure you get to the polls and that you appreciate the gravity of what the Democrat Party is facing in terms of being turned out of office. And Snowball doesn't have a problem with that. He says the Republicans haven't done anything for him. Now, Snowball drives a truck. He's now paying $5 plus for diesel right now. Uh, I think Snowball is ready to put on a Donald Trump hat because uh, he wants to make America great. Go back to that time when gas was $1.84 a gallon. And diesel was, what, two-something? Less than under $2. So you want to make America great yet? There's Snowball. And as far as the uh, living in poverty, under poverty, here's the thing in America. Our poor people live like kings. When you talk about poverty, you're talking about relative to having one TV in the house as opposed to somebody having a TV in every room and in the garage and in the car uh, headrest. It's all relative. We hear this is see, this goes back to the whole gratitude thing that people like Snowball, many who represent uh, the Demo- populate the Democrat Party, they just have a problem being grateful. They can't measure how well off they are. Snowball walking around here on a stick being taken care of by the rest of us. Now, he did work a good portion of his life, so he did put something into the system. But for right now, he is, for the most part, on our dime. But that man who's living in a shotgun house, car paid for, got that old Crown Vic out there that's paid for, done worked all his life, got a few dollars above breakfast, loved the Lord, deacon in the church, holding it down. His prayer sustained all those relatives who moved to Detroit and Chicago. Those old, old, old prayers, he didn't understand but a few scriptures, but he believed and held on to the word. But now you got millionaires and zillionaires and thousandaires, and they can't rebuke a flea. Ain't got no power. Don't recognize where we are. Don't even recognize evil and sin. And yet we got people like Snowball who want to tell a man who's making $75,000 a year that because he's not making $80,000, he shouldn't consider what the Republicans are saying. But Donald Trump, who, by the way, was a real president, gave people like Snowball money in their pocket to save. $1.84 for regular gas when Donald Trump left office. Now you're paying $4.20. That difference, almost $2.20 something, 30 something cents plus, was going into a savings. In the case of Snowball, you could buy more liquor or reefer or whatever else is your uh, choice. But you don't want that because your anger, again, another unprincipled position, not found in the Word of God, but admonished in the Word of God. And yet he embraces it. He thinks life is going to get better with that. No, they're on a fool's errand. This is why I keep saying, folks, cut your losses. The city of Jackson is a is a is a uh, uh, it's broke, all because of black leadership thinking like snowball. They don't they they just have no vision of the future. 
Everything's a game. Everything is about race. Everything, as Bernard keeps pointing out to them, everything is about their flesh. But what is most important that is a hallmark of their failure is their lack of gratitude, their lack of appreciation for the little bit of meal in the corner of the box that they got. They won't even say thank you for that. That's where we're failing as a nation. That's where we're failing as black folks. Chris said that, you know, uh, basically I'm, I'm dropping salt on black folks or poor folks or whatever. The bottom line is, Chris, what's happening to our country is because the same people that you say I should have sympathy for don't give a damn about anybody else but themselves. And I'm not abiding that anymore, brother. I don't have to make uh, any kind of explanation about whether or not I give enough care enough or anything like that. They're going to find out how much I give and how much I have been given when they don't have anything on their table. Because I ain't never denied somebody something to eat. I may have denied them a seat at my table to eat, but I ain't never denied them to eat. And that's what they're doing to us. They don't even want us to have a seat at our table to eat. They want to break everybody's plate because, again, they have those unscriptural, unprincipled stances on gratitude and anger reinforced by their pastors who tell them they have righteous anger, which is paid by the Democrat Party to, by the Democrat Party to these preachers to give that message. That's what Joe Biden's going to give when he go to Buffalo. Tell black folks why you have a right to be angry. And it's not godly, but it's going to be embraced. And it's going to fail. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. What's up, the Kim Wade Show? And uh, uh, Snowball, it comes down to money management. You can live good in America. It ain't how much you make, it's how much you keep. But if you think you got to have every latest little gadget and all that kind of stuff, then fine. You know, that's, and, and nobody's going to punish you. You vote with your dollars. And this is what I'm encouraging Americans to do. Quit voting with people and on people like Snowball. The Lord is trying to get a message through to them, and we're keeping them from hitting uh, rock bottom so they can make the changes in their lives. Folks, at the end of the day, you have to have sense for yourself. And people like Snowball, he see all this evidence of things not working. The city of Jackson, folks, have you seen the, the LB, WLBT report and also on Jackson Jambalaya? This, this is the, look, you just get mad at what you want. This generation of black folks cannot manage and run things. They're different from the ones from 1968, 1970. They're just a different different mindset there's no sense of responsibility accountability all they want to do is showboat that's it we got a mess here and they don't intend to make it better that's what i'm saying folks save yourselves get the hell out of dodge when they get tired of things being bad like fanny lou hammer said when they get sick and tired of being sick and tired they'll change if not they won't and i'm just saying pound sand dude we're wasting our time america you're wasting your time People like Snowball, who represents a too large portion of the black community, not everybody, but too large of a portion. These people are hell bent. They're trying to break into jail and they're trying to break into hell. And they won't be deterred. They get mad, fighting mad. If you try to say, hey, bro, you might not want to do it like that, dog. And then they'll say that somebody's holding them back. Somebody's withholding information. No, these some grown, at, grown rusty men and women who want to do things the way they want to do it. And what they're doing doesn't work. And then they want to be shielded from the consequences of their stupidity. No. It's time for the chickens to come home to roost and let them roost on Snowball's head. 
he'll be all right. And if he doesn't, tough. Who cares? The bottom line is we've gone as far as we can go in the direction we're headed. It's time to break it up at the door. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in 22 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Peace.